0: Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast with your hosts, Dr. Monica Ogando and Amy Walker.
1: Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast. I'm your co host, Amy Walker. And I'm Dr. Monica Ogando. And today we're going to be talking about funding for your business, business loans. When's the right time? When is not the right time? So mm-hmm. we all know cash is king in business. We need it. It's important. You have to have it to grow. And there are times when you're legitimately gonna need an influx of cash into your business. So Monica, you want to talk a little bit about just setting the context for business loan conversation?
0: Yeah, so for most businesses, getting a loan isn't the difficult part, nor is it the part that requires the most forethought. It's really about like the right timing for getting a loan, what kind of loan to get and the and you know the criteria for it making sure that you're positioned, right? So let me just take you, establish some of the basics. Business loans may seem like they're all the same because they serve the same purpose and we all and they all need to be paid back eventually versus an investor who gets paid back differently. But there are actually several different types of loans that you can get. Number one is an, an installment loan and that's the most convenient one. You get a predetermined sum of capital which you'll pay back in monthly installments that cover portions of the principal and the interest, right? So the rates, the terms, the conditions, all of that stuff vary significantly, but all of them is basically that model. And then you have lines of credit, which is actually one of the most common types of business loans because they're very convenient in terms of their structure and long-term accessibility. And a line of credit is simply a floating sum of credit that you can have access to, kind of like a credit card, you can spend money using that credit, pay it back with interest gradually or all at once until the credit limit is reached. And you don't need to reach the credit limit. Just knowing that you have access to that line of credit is sometimes enough to position you for cash flow, et cetera. And then you have uh, balloon loans, which grant you a sum of capital initially, much like installment loans, but then throughout the monthly payments, you only pay interest on the principal, And on the final day of the loan, you have to uh, repay the principal in full, whatever's left over. And so you want to be able to determine first what kind of loan you need. Is it a secured loan with a collateral like your house or a car or any other corporate assets, et cetera? And I I mention house and car because a lot of times you have to put your personal credit into the business when you're building it. When there's no business credit, you have to use your own personal credit as an officer of the company. Um, or an unsecured loan, Um, you know, which, which doesn't require that level of collateral. Um, And then you can also have personal loans. Now, let me tell you something about personal loans. Some of you have been doing personal loans to your business without knowing that that's what you were doing. And you haven't created the proper paper trail to be able to get paid back. Mm -hmm. So sometimes if you like, for example, if you have a nine to five, and out of your payroll, out of your salary, you're then redirecting some of that money to invest into your side hustle that eventually becomes, um, your full-time business. Or if you have one different business, like real estate, for example, or investment, which is mine, and then funnel some of that income into your other business coaching or, um, healing retreats or whatever the case may be, that's a personal loan. And so when the company pays you back for that money, when you take money out of your company to pay you, That doesn't necessarily always translate into your payroll or your salary. That could be just your personal loan being paid back. You have to be able to document that so that then you get taxed accordingly. So I just wanted to establish some of those basics so that people understand some of the distinctions and understand why it's important to know when to get a loan and what kind of loan to get.
1: And I am so glad that you covered all of that so I didn't have to. (laughs) I love that you love the money and the numbers and the financial side of things. Yes.
0: It's my, belief. I like
1: closing the sales.
0: Yes. But that's and I it. like the money once it comes in, it's like, Oh yeah, you got a mm-hmm. sale. Great. Let's invest this part of This one goes over here. This one goes over mm-hmm. there. You know? So yes, absolutely. Now there are some situations that demand a business loan yep. that don't, that you wouldn't otherwise, you know, be able to fund. So Mm -hmm. when you're starting a new business, you're gonna need all kinds of things, office space, equipment, inventory, staff, et cetera. For most businesses, that means investing tens of thousands of dollars right from the start, thousands of dollars a month before you've been able to generate income. A lot of people, meet that need either by the self-investment into their business or the friends and family round of investments, or they bootstrap it, in which case you have to have a proven business model that will generate revenue immediately so that you can begin to create that cash flow. So a new a, a business loan may be helpful there if you already have personal established credit and particularly a personal um, established history with that particular bank. They can cut you a break for an unproven business to give you a loan there because of your personal credit, because of your history.
1: Well, but just so you guys know, it may not be an SBA loan. It might be a personal loan Mm -hmm. and they're willing to give you a personal loan. And then you use the personal loan to start the business. Because a lot of times when, I mean, if you go and apply for an SBA loan, they're asking for, Mm -hmm. you know, Business revenue from previous years. They're asking for tax returns. They're asking for a lot of stuff because they are more interested in giving an SBA loan when you're ready to scale a, an already proven model. Yes, not when you're testing a model. So sometimes people think that you know they have to have an SBA loan and they go and the bank says no, you can't have a loan. It d- it doesn't mean that you can't have a loan. It just means you can't have an SBA loan. But you can start with a personal loan and use that to fund. I personally like bootstrapping new businesses as much as possible. Um, Because I'm all about putting money into expanding something that already works. Mm -hmm. But like, let's test it for as little as possible, make sure that it works, and then let's grow
0: it. Yes, yes, absolutely. Now, the second reason or the second right time to get a business loan is when you need a cash cushion. Let's say, for example, your business is seasonal or you're expecting irregular cash flows for another reason, such as, you know, 2020 was just the year of unexpected turns. Mm-hmm. So it may be wise to apply for a business loan so you don't have to worry about making it through to the other side. And it can also help you to avoid having to cut prices, to move inventory, or making layoffs at a time when you may need operations the most to stay afloat. So that's one way to, to what, that's one time to do a business loan is when you need that cash cushion as well.
1: I would say, though, if I would create, that's a great situation to have a line of credit for. Mm -hmm. And when you actually are struggling with cash, it's harder to get that. So if you can get that when times are good and then have that, that's even better because then it it is available when you hit those cash crunch
0: snags. Yes. And and it might not necessarily only be when you're contracting, you know, in terms of seasonal you know, cash flow constrictions, it can also be when you're nearing capacity and you need to expand. Yes. So for example, you may be able to, re- you may be able to bootstrap yourself to your capacity, but then to move beyond that capacity, whether it's expanding a physical place or hiring more staff to handle the workload as something that a lot of us have had to do in certain industries. Mm-hmm. Um, so you may not have the payroll now, to pay those people that you need, but you know that bringing in those people will generate additional revenue. So when yeah. you get that loan operational or payroll wise, then you'll be able to hire in more people, generate that revenue, and the revenue that you get because you got that loan to hire those people will pay back the loan with the revenue that they've been able to create with increased capacity. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm.
1: Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And for me, that follows under my number 1 rule, which is invest in something that's already proven.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: I personally have seen a lot of business owners that the business is in trouble. And so they go out and they get a loan. And you Mm. know, if you're creative enough, you can always find a way to get a loan, right? There's like, One of the new things I've seen business owners do a lot in the last few years is they go out and they get these credit card stacking programs where you can get all of these loans. They're 0% interest for 12 months, and Mm -hmm. then the interest is higher afterwards. And so they go in when they're like, I'm bleeding here, Mm -hmm. so let me put more cash in. But it's like putting a Band-Aid on an organ that needs repair. You know, it just is, you will, all of those problems that you had that brought you to the place of being cash strapped are still there. And now you'll have cash, but you'll just burn through it really quickly. Mm -hmm. So my recommendation is when you have a problem in your business, fix the problem, show yourself that you can, you know, you can transact, you can move things through, you can close the deals, you can, whatever it is, you've proven it, then put the money into expanding something that's proven. Yes. Uh, I just think it's a lot smarter way to go.
0: I agree with you. I totally agree with you. And to your point about, you know, um, sometimes the time when you need the loan is the time when you're least eligible for one. Yeah. So you want to apply for loans when you want to start building a business credit history also that you may not necessarily be needing the money. Mm Mm-hmm. But when you can begin to build that credit history, uh, it's useful so that by the time that you need the financing at some point in the future, you will have already established that because that, that's just a function of time. It has nothing to do with opportunity, nothing to do with capacity. It's just a function of letting time roll. So mm-hmm. traditional commercial lenders may not be willing to give you the financing if you don't have a tr- strong track, track record already, which is goes into the, the SBA requirements. And while there are online business lenders that may be willing to work with businesses without credit history, they typically charge a high interest rate. Mm -hmm. If you're willing to deal with that level of risk just so that you can pay something back because you don't really need the loan right then and there, but you can pay it back and then establish a good payment history, that builds your credit. Another way to do that is to get a business credit card is another way to help you build a business credit history because as you use the card regularly and pay on time every month, that will support you in building that credit. And also it helps you manage your money because if you're using a business credit card for business expenses, office supplies or the your T and E line items, you know, travel entertainment, when you're taking out a customer for, you know, a dinner or whatever, um, when you are investing in, let's say you're self publishing your book and you put those costs, those publishing or those shipping costs in the credit card, when that statement comes back, then you, then you can see where's my money going. And when you pay it, you're, you're kind of giving yourself like a 30-day grace period, depending on you know, when it's due and when the, pay, you know, the statement closes and so forth. It allows you then to be able to better track what you're, what you're spending on and how to then pay it. So it, it kind of gives you a little bit more flexibility with your cash flow. Yeah.
1: Let's talk about payments, okay? So one thing that I think is a, is a red flag is if you're getting a loan and you... Ha- you have to like be significantly more successful in order to be able to afford the payments Mm -hmm. that could put you out of business right there so if you're saying i have to get this loan and then the loan will make this next thing happen and then that second level thing that happens will make it so i can pay the loan it's probably going to be outside of your reach so Mm -hmm. i think you should run the numbers and see if we continue to do what we're currently doing could i pay this loan payment And then from there, let it grow and let it be successful. But at least, you know, you're safe. I just would never want to put myself at risk of going out of business because I have a payment that I can't cover.
0: Yes. Yes. Which brings me to my last point, which is whenever you don't have a specific plan for paying it back, no matter what else is going on. That is not a good idea. That is not a good time to apply for the business loan. You need to be able to fulfill certain prerequisites. And in, you could be eligible. You could have the credit history. You could have the need and the plan to expand and anything else. But if you don't have a specific plan for paying it back, you're not yet ready for the business loan.
1: hmm I agree. Uh, the other thing is if you don't clearly understand what your return on investment is going to be, right. you're probably not ready for the business loan because putting more money into your business without a clear plan and some projections, mm-hmm. like here's here's an example. Let's say you built a really great marketing funnel and you could see that Um, you know, for every dollar that you put into marketing, you get $2 back and that's proven, but Mm -hmm. you're only putting in 10,000 a month in ads and you'd like to increase that to 30. Mm -hmm. That's a place where you can see the, the return on investment. So you can then look at the amount of the loan. You can look at the terms, you can look at the return and you can say that absolutely makes sense. I'm going to scale this up and it, it, you know, what's there, but if you're looking at your business, you're going, Well, you know, we aren't getting any clients, um, but we probably should spend money on advertising. That's a terrible use because <laughs> mm-hmm. maybe the advertising's not the problem. Maybe the problem mm-hmm. is the sales system and yeah. you're just going to pump money into advertising that you don't understand or know how to convert on. It mm-hmm. just is a very, very bad idea.
0: Yes, I agree. So assuming that your motivations are sound, you still want to be very mindful of timing your loan. Because if you get a loan too early, before you're ready to use the money, Mm -hmm. you're going to spend more time making payments and you'll delay your ability to pay that loan back. If you strike prematurely, you probably will also have less information and and are probably going to be more prone to errors in your financial Mm -hmm. projections. That's the effect of doing it too early. If you do it too late, you might struggle to make ends meet when you take on your new asset or your new responsibility. And in in cases of significant company financial strain, it could pose an existential risk to the business, to your point about going under, right? So when you get it just ahead of when you plan to use the money, but with enough time to settle and, and, you know, the use of funds appropriately, then that's kind of like the sweet spot right there. Um, But you want to make sure that you have all your T's crossed and your I's dotted so that you can then move forward confidently.
1: Yeah. My really simple general rule of thumb that I live by is use loans to grow something that's working. Use sales to fix a cash problem that you have.
0: Yeah. There you go. Way to bring it home, Cliff Note Amy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There you go. That's a tweetable, my friends.
0: Right there. Which one, your advice or Cliff Note Amy? (laughs) Both
1: of them. Cliff Notes Amy says in 100 characters or less.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's great. I love how you brought it home. So I would love to find out from you, dear listener, where if you've already applied for a loan, if you've already gotten a loan, what did you have to have ready in order to be eligible for it in order for the for the process to go smoothly? If it didn't go smoothly, why not? Because those are some of the best practices that you can implement for the next time that you need it. So you can do it better next time.
1: Absolutely. Well, we would love to hear from you. Please leave us a comment, leave us a review. We absolutely love getting your feedback. And if you haven't done it yet, make sure that you hop on over to Instagram and follow us there and hop on over to our private Facebook group, Your Circle of Influence, so that we can continue the conversation and just be, a, be an active and involved community of amazing six and seven figure entrepreneur women.
0: Yes, come join the party. The green room is lit, as the young, young kids say. Thank you, everybody, for being here. We will see you. Are you laughing at me, Amy Walker?
1: I'm laughing at you. The green room is lit. You're amazing. Thank
0: you, everybody, for being here. We'll see you next time. Ciao.
1: you have worked hard and you've earned
0: your place at the table of influence wouldn't it be great to have a board of advisors that celebrate your wins support your growth and challenge your blind
1: spots that's why we host our influencer circles for six and seven figure business
0: women If you are a high achieving entrepreneur woman who wants a deep dive in business strategy, collaboration and strategic relationships, go to yourcircleofinfluence.com forward slash influencers and reserve a spot in one of our upcoming circles.